Hello, and welcome to Someday We'll All Be Dead, a podcast where we talk about all the things with a social work perspective. I'm your host, Hallie Harris, and I'm a hospice social worker. Today, I am joined by Matt. Hey, hey, hey. And our neighbor, Jess. Hello. And we're going to talk about some hypotheticals. So this is a book of little, what do you call these, little cue cards, kind of? Mm-hmm. Uh, by Chuck Klosterman, and it's 50 questions for insane conversations. He has a whole uh, thing in here that you can read about why this is, but the ultimate reason is that he finds that people can talk for 40 minutes and never know anything about each other, and that it's more important to know how someone thinks rather than what they're actually saying. So that's why he came up with these questions. Yeah, sort of like flashcards. Huh? Yeah, but with random scenarios on them. So some of them are like moral dilemmas. Some of them are just random, you know, would you rather, yeah. that kind of thing. Good stuff. Yeah, so I have picked out several. I haven't, I've, I've read through all of these cards, but it's been a couple years. So I just quickly read through them this morning and picked out the more interesting ones. But I didn't think on them. I just picked out the scenario. Okay. So we'll just go through these. We'll see how many we get through and what kind of interesting conversation we have. Bring it. Sound good? Beautiful. All right. We'll start with the easier one. Ease you into the process. And it's the card is called Body versus Mind. <clears throat> You're given a choice between two rewards. The first reward is to be twice as intelligent as you are right now. You'll be able to read twice as fast and remember twice as much. The size of your vocabulary will double, and you'll be able to solve intellectual problems with twice the current aptitude. The second reward is that you'll never again feel sick, even when you are, and you will always be whatever weight you want, regardless of how you eat or how little you exercise. You can simply imagine the body you would like to have, and that is the weight you will magically become. Which reward would you choose? I think I'll be the intellectual. I think that's more important to me. Okay. Okay, however, though, if you choose the body and you're sick and don't know you're sick, do you still die? Well, it's not making you immortal, so I guess. You just but, still get sick. Then I would go, I would go intellectual. Explain yourselves. Well, I'm thinking it's not, I mean, <coughs> yeah, well, sometimes it's very miserable being sick. Mm-hmm. It's not permanent. You're talking about, like... The flu or the cold or strep throat or, you know, stuff well, like that, right? Well, it doesn't specify, but that's how I would take it. We're not it. like stage four cancer right. sick. Well, I mean, maybe you wouldn't. <laughs> but I, that's what I thought. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm going to take this as, it's not like you're not going to know enough to go to the doctor and then you're going to die because of it. Just mm. like normal sicknesses. Yeah, you still get sick. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you're, uh. Your brain is functioning at a higher level and you can take care of yourself better when you are sick, for that matter, I guess, even so. Okay. All right, well, that's, that's a good point. I'd go for the other one then. Yeah. I wouldn't go for, for intellect. I don't really care if I'm that smart. <laughs> Honestly, if I could do what I wanted, like anything. So if you have the body, you have the that, you know, what you want, you can go and do anything. You could go hiking. You could freaking climb Mount Everest for, for heck's sake. Sure, sure. You could do, you could just go around and, I mean, yeah, looks are, are good and everything, but 
I would, I would be like on board for more activity sake. And I mean, if you know you're sick, then you can go to the doctor. Then it's just kind of like, you just don't feel it, which would be even greater. Yeah. If you did get cancer or something horrific, you'd still feel good through it, even though you had it and still live your life until you die. <laughs> it would be nice to be physically fit always, constantly. Right? No <laughs> Yeah, there's no question for me. I'm 100% picking weight because I have been chronically dieting my whole life. And if anyone listened to the fat shaming episode, you know how exhausting that is. I just listened to a really great other episode about eating disorders. And it was talking about how chronic dieters mess up their metabolism so bad it keeps resetting your body weight to higher because you keep thinking your body keeps thinking you're starving. And then you keep setting it higher and higher. That's why you yo-yo. Right. So fuck that. Yeah. also, I'm a little bit narcissistic, and I think I'm kind of smart anyway, so. <laughs> well, there, there you go. That kind of informs my choice. <laughs> so you're saying you, there's no possible way you could be twice as smart as you already are? I mean, that'd be like mental level, so I don't need to drive everyone away. <laughs> but what would it do for you if you were twice as smart as everyone? Wouldn't it alienate, alienate you in a way, and then what, where would you be? Just I with yourself? I suppose if you allowed it to, but I mean... If I was in a job where I was I doing, like, medical research or something, then maybe I would pick the intellect. But for my job right now, and my life right now, I'm definitely picking the weight. That's a valid point. I'm a, I'm a mechanic. What's it going to help me? Wait, though, if you're a mechanic and was twice as smart, though, you could be so smart that you'd invent something else and then get your own company. There you go. And then be the head of your own company and be rich as shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another point, yes. Yeah, All right, I can like see that. that. Valid. Yeah. Very valid. <laughs> Seems like... Knowledge is wealth. Wealth, you know. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is the power. More you know, the, <laughs> the more you know. The more you know. All right. All right. Okay. The first question has gone well. Let's move on. Who hired assassin? Okay. <clears throat> you were a hired assassin. It was not your lifelong dream to become a hitman, but that was the vacation destiny that was forced upon you. Killing these strangers bothers you deeply. Very often you are haunted by vivid dreams involving your victims. But you've also become somewhat accustomed to the experience. You have successfully murdered 10 people over the past two years. Your fee is $10,000 per murder. Knowing your reputation for ruthless efficiency, and this is funny because we just watched Gross Point Blank, Mm -hmm. a member of the criminal underworld asked you to murder his enemy, who is also a criminal. I really hate this guy, says your prospective employer. He's done terrible things to someone I love, so I want you to kill him. But I don't just want you to simply assassinate him. I want you to make him pay. I want you to kill him in the most vicious, sinister way you can imagine. Be creative and merciless. Hmm. And if you do this, I will pay you 25 times your normal fee. 25 times $10,000. Yeah. Assuming you are already a professional killer who lives outside society's rules, would you accept these new conditions? And if so, how would you commit the murder? Quarter of a million bucks to make somebody suffer greatly before you kill them. Yeah. And how would you do it? Yeah. Or would you accept it, and then how would you do it? Yeah, I mean, if it's already my job... Yeah, I'll take the job. All right, how would you do it? Yeah. We've watched enough Dateline. How would you do it? <laughs> Remember, suffering is the point. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, dull drill bits into kneecaps. and. Damn. Okay. Okay. Uh, maybe breaking fingers and toes. 
Okay. Work, work your way from uh, extremities to to the middle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe small stabs in the stomach. Okay. Okay. Painful. That's where you know your core muscles. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I never really thought about torturing anybody, so I don't know. I might have thought about it a little too much. Oh, really? So go ahead, <laughs> Um, I would accept. For real, I mean, you know, just detach yourself from it. You can if you're just already a killer, right? And then you can justify it any other way, even if it would be horrific. But coming from that perspective, it would be a great deal of money. So I would. You could pay for a lot of therapy, right? <laughs> So if it's a man, I'd start with bamboo shoots, up the toenails and fingernails, first of all. Then I'd let him sit a bit, let him get the fear going, because that's, you know, that's suffering. Yeah. Major fear. Mm -hmm. Then I would take needles and put them in the scrotum. Ooh. Very slowly. And then I would leave that alone for a little bit, let it simmer. Mm. I would then... Lemon juice. I would then go up. <laughs> I would then go up and I would do an incision in the sternum, kind of splay him open a bit so he could see his own insides. Oh, the way you were just showing that on your yeah. body looked like a, like an autopsy. Why? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'd let him know what's coming, man. Why okay. incision? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why incision? Let it go down. Kind of not deep enough so he'd bleed out right away. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, I would, I would, I would get a little bit of salt, sprinkle it around. That's pretty intense. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. if it was a woman? Same, except for the scrotum? <laughs> you know, I never thought about killing a woman. I've thought about killing men. <laughs> obviously. So, uh, you know, a woman, obviously, I don't know if I could torture a woman, dude. For for real. I mean, I honestly, I don't think I could. Very I think, I think, if, I think <laughs> if it was a female, I would decline the job. Okay. That's crazy because I thought I'd never have a problem killing that's a bitch, a, but obviously uh, I would. That's perspective I didn't think about. Right? Man. You just automatically assumed it was a man? Yeah. So did I. If it was a female, I couldn't do it. I'd say no. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. What about you? Uh, well, I was trying to think of how could I make it look like torture without it actually being torture. Because I definitely still would, I don't think I would have the problem with the killing if I'm already a professional killer. Right. But the torture part, maybe. I was also thinking about finding out, doing research and finding out what the person's biggest fear is and going for the fear factor rather than the physical torture. Yeah. Okay. So maybe, you know, uh, what was that I guess show? the key word was suffer, right? I guess it wasn't really pain. Uh, let me it read it again. suffering. It does say most pay. vicious, sinister way you can imagine. But honestly, and it says be creative and merciless. Someone's phobia is the biggest torture that's, I can give that's them. That's pretty merciless. Yeah. So I was thinking about, uh, what's the show with the Crypt Keeper? Tales. Back in the day. Tales from the Dark Side. Tales from the Crypt. Tales from, Tales from, from the, the Crypt. Do you remember the when they buried him up to his neck in the sand and waited for the tag to come in? Yeah. That kind of thing. That's myself. <laughs> We're trying to do a chair, fill up the room to where it's just like right. You have to. I mean, you have to have your head like this. Or give him a straw. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. that's messed up. <sighs> just talking about it kind of makes really me think dark. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> the torture part, anyway. Right. So yeah, okay. that's my my thoughts. 
Or man or woman, wouldn't matter to me. Well, I was also just now thinking about uh, which which uh, which Hannibal Lecter movie is it where he cuts the guy's head open and starts feeding him his brain, cooks his part of his brain, right? Yeah, and feeds it to him. I think that's the second one. But I guess more. he was like pretty much lobotomized, so he didn't even know he would. He was eating his own brain. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, how can I make it so that the person I'm getting paid from is satisfied, but the person I'm torturing is not really tortured? Like, could I... But then, do I have to <sighs> videotape it? Do I have to prove? That's devious, you know I mean? dude. So. Yeah. Nice. If I didn't have to videotape it, I could do all kinds of things post-mortem and they wouldn't know. <laughs> there you, you go. You know what I mean? Yep. So, it doesn't say you have to prove it. So, I'm trying to work... Be creative. <laughs> There you go. That's what it was. <laughs> or maybe I put them in a cell and play, uh, what's that song they played on Walking Dead? <laughs> yeah, the uh, Easy Street. Easy Street. Oh, God. Just play that over and over. You just gouge your own ears out. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> All right. That's, that's a good one. That, that's a dark yeah. one. You know what? I'm going to skip this next one. I'm going to wait. I'm going to do a nicer one first because the next <laughs> one's a little dark, too. Okay. All right. Stereotypical Jesus. All right, just go with it, regardless of what your actual beliefs are. Okay. You die from natural causes. You ascend towards a warm white light. You immediately realize you have entered the afterlife. And, much to your surprise, it's exactly like the cliched kindergarten version of Christian heaven. The ground is covered with a white cloud-like fog. Angels fly around you and play the harp. You are wearing a comfortable white robe. Everyone there is aimlessly walking around, smiling broadly, perfectly content. This, it seems, is how you will spend eternity. Upon your, arri your arrival, <clears throat> you're greeted by Jesus. And he looks like the stereotypical depiction of Jesus. Except for my stereotypical depiction of Jesus is black. <clears throat> <laughs> Welcome to heaven, he says. I think you'll like it here. I look forward to, you, to loving you unconditionally for the duration of time. But I also realize that heaven isn't necessarily for everyone, so I always give newcomers a chance to go to the other place, if that's what they would prefer. Are you referring to hell, you would say in response? Oh no, says Jesus, not hell, certainly not hell. I would never send you to hell. But you can go somewhere that isn't here. It's an other viable post-life option. About 18% of our potential residents go in that direction. Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> <laughs> What is this other place like, you ask? I can't tell you, says Jesus. Jesus. But if you like to go there, you can never come back. You can only have 20 minutes to decide. Why only 20, you ask? Because I'm Jesus, says Jesus. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, yeah. What if it's the DMV? hell i feel like yeah, maybe. yeah that would be so he wouldn't send you there david busters <laughs> i mean you would hope that it would be some scenario that's not torturous fire island <laughs> <laughs> i'd go the other way you'd try it oh hell yeah take a chance i'm not gonna walk around and fucking rub the rest of my afterlife dude no yeah i don't like harp music anyway no <laughs> and people flying around me and shit no so you're yeah. definitely risk takers is what you're saying I wouldn't want to live like that. I, I think I would gamble on this one. Yep. All right. All right. I don't know. I don't know. I would want to gamble. That's my first inclination is, this seems kind of boring. But I do like harp music. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, 
yeah, I don't know. I feel like maybe I'd try to gamble it, but that's a big gamble. Yeah, well, he's guaranteeing it's not hell or anything close to it, right? But what if it's the DMV? But that would be hell. Really nice DMV. A really nice one with sloths working there. Right, good Wi-Fi. Mm, mm-hmm. I don't know, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't see myself just chilling out on a cloudy cloud, fluffy, you know, happy people. Mm -hmm. Well, and I can't imagine if this hypothetical Jesus would offer you to be in heaven that he would send you to somewhere or give you an option that's somewhere that's bad. So why not take a chance? Maybe he doesn't even know. Maybe. 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 All right. All right. We're going to take a little dark turn again. This one's called The Cannibal's Quandary. Ben, your tail is hitting the tail. Come here. All right. You're in a plane crash in the Andes Mountain. Not unlike those people from the movie Alive. Or, I suppose, like the 1972 Ugandan rugby team who experienced the situation in reality. As such, you will be forced to consume human flesh of the people who died on impact. This is a terrible experience, of course. But the only way for you to survive. Fortunately, you did not know any of the victims personally. Okay? Okay. Okay. Would you rather? Okay. So you know neither one of these choices is going to be good. Would you rather eat a dead baby or would you rather eat a dead elderly person? Elderly person. Would gender play a role in the selection process? And how much would you would it bother you if the meat turned out to be delicious? Mm. That's a good baby. Mm. Oh my god. Veal. Oh my no. god. No. You don't eat babies. <laughs> Baby nothing. Oh Jesus. No. I would eat the old person. And we're all animals. Humans are animals. Okay, we are classified. Yeah. We're mammals. Yeah. Okay, that's an animal. I mean, baby's already dead. Are you picking old person because you have children? Um, hell no, dude. Even before I had kids, I've never eaten anything baby, okay? I will eat an old cow. I'll eat, like, a medium-aged cow. You ever have chicken wings? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't like them. I, there, there's no Hot meat. Hot wings? Yeah. No, there's no meat. No. I have never eaten anything baby. Okay. I will eat... Except for eggs. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's not, not babies. They're but not there's babies. See, but yeah, they're not babies. In I'm just yeah, teasing yeah. you. <laughs> Yeah, so I would eat the old person, and if they were good, I'd be happy with it. I wouldn't mind. Okay. Oh, man, that's some good other does, does gender play a role? No. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I assume you're only eating the meaty, fatty parts anyway. You're probably really, eating yeah. a butt or a thigh. Yeah. yeah. Stomach, maybe. It's got yeah. a lot of fat in it. Yeah, yeah. If they had fat. And you don't know them. Yeah. So it's probably butt jerky, like alive. That's what yeah, they Yeah, you know, I... I have to say that gender probably doesn't play a role because you're surviving. Mm-hmm. And if it tastes good, I'm sure at first it's going to really kind of mess with me. But <laughs> once you're, you're you know, on day five of eating elderly person. Yeah. So you wouldn't eat the baby? Yeah, or you would gu- you? You guilted me out of eating the baby. No, right? see, but you... No, 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 no. You can't go out of guilt. No, that's not how this works. This is no, the circle... No, this is the circle of truth. Give me a lot you have to be yeah. truth. Circle of truth. Yeah, but a baby is pure. 
A baby doesn't have all the toxins that old people would have. Smoked all their lives, you know. You're making the argument for the opposite of what you picked. No, I know because he threw the word guilt in, and I hate that word. So he's gonna have to do it on his own and stand up and be a man and say if he'd eat the baby. Right. Well, I probably would. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Thank you. And I'd be like, "This baby is delicious." (laughs) (laughs) How's that old person? (laughs) I'd be like, "They're tough, but I don't give a shit." Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, All the medications you're eating, the old person. (laughs) At least I'd be high. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's a terrible, terrible, dark question here. It is. It is. Uh, Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with the old person. I'm not sure. It's the same with the torture question, you know? There's lines I'm not sure I could cross. If that was the only dead person, uh, maybe. Right. Because if you're resorting to cannibalism at that point, you're messed up. Yeah. And you're in survival mode, and you're really not thinking about what you're doing. No. Uh, gender, I don't know that that would really make a difference, although women do have more fat on their body, so if I was trying to survive, I guess, if I was able to use logic, I'd probably go for a woman. <clears throat> Generally. Yeah, and, but I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna eat what's available. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it would creep me the fuck out if it was delicious. I would, I might really? starve to death, yes. Uh, it would creep you out, but... Yeah. Look, I can't even eat a game hen, because it looks like the thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So, to even okay. be able to eat a... Butt jerky would be something uh, for me. Yeah, it's like, oh, you managed to just perfectly like medium rare human. Oh, it's just well, perfect. I don't. It doesn't even say you have a fire, but assuming that you do. Oh, uh, I guess yeah. You don't. I don't think they did. They I, had frozen butt jerky. Jesus. I pretend it was a deer. Like I'm skinning a deer and eating it raw. That's it. Well, if I have to skin it, I'm probably just gonna die. Human sushi. You'll probably end up eating me because I'm just gonna die of starvation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably going to start walking to see if I can get somewhere well, and then die. Well, that's what I was thinking. I mean, that's option one is Well, it's not an option on the card. Out. The option is baby or elderly person. Right. Elderly person. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's a little more lighthearted one. The porn painter. Nice. You need to have the inside of your home painted. A thorough online search is available. Professional paper. Painters indicates that one of the candidates is especially ideal for your needs. He has earned high approval ratings from past employers and is relatively expensive. However, when you contact him by phone, he mentions one strange detail about his work habits. He insists on watching pornography while painting. Don't worry, I don't masturbate to it, it's just for entertainment, he says. It's the only way I like to paint. This being the case, I will need to use your DVD player to view my own personal collection of erotic films while I work. I may also use your cable service to purchase on-demand or pay-per-view pornographic movies, but I will itemize any movies I watch and subtract from the cost of your overall bill. Nice. Do you employ this pornographic enthusiast as your house painter? If he does a good job. Yeah. And he's not... Making a mess in the house? Making a mess... Well, he's... He said he doesn't. Right. And, uh, let's, I mean, he's, so not, I he's not painting he's not while naked. you're there. I mean. Naked or not. I assume. He's as long not, as you're not he's, there. He's, you so he's only working while you're not there, I guess, we're assuming? We're, we can assume that. It's, it doesn't specify exactly, but. Yeah. You're hired. Yeah, I don't care, dude. I'd Knock watch it, it. I'd watch it with him if it's girl on girl. <laughs> That's the only kind of porn I can watch. Like, I mean, there's guy and girl porn, but the guys are normally ugly. And if I'm going to watch two people have sex, that's not me. I want them to be beautiful. 
And I want them to be girls. Girls are sexier than guys. A penis is not very sexy. Fair point. So go to town, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Clean it up. All right. Seems like we all agree on this one. <laughs> if, if you're going to itemize off the bill and I don't yep. have to pay for it, right. and you're already inexpensive and you've got good ratings, yeah. I don't have any judgment about it. Yeah. No. You're not whacking off all over the house, so. No. Exactly not. Yeah, that's where the line is drawn, right? Yeah, there. Oh, of yeah. course. Yeah. No, he has to go home and do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Vampire Weekend. Mm. It's not what you think. Mm. It's the evening before your wedding. Everything is going as planned and you are spending the afternoon with a few old friends, chatting casually about old times. Suddenly, your spouse-to-be bursts into the room, totally hysterical. Your spouse-to-be insists that he or she has just seen a vampire. When you ask what this means, he or she says, I was looking out the window of my hotel room and I could see the apartment building across the street. That's, excuse me. That's when I saw the vampire. I saw a man in a black cape bite a woman's neck and drink her blood. I know this must sound crazy, but I'm certain that is what what I saw is real. The perspective perspective and sober spouse is in a state of panic and pleased with you to believe his or her story. You can tell this is really, really important to him or her. Knowing the fragility of the situation and the intensity of timing, do you tell your potential spouse that you do in fact completely believe that they saw a vampire across the street? All of your old friends are watching this conversation. Okay. Hell yeah. I'd be like, baby, I know what you saw. You saw what you saw. I'm behind you. What you want to do? (laughs) Well, I mean... I mean, hey, call 911. If you, if you saw what you saw, right. somebody got bit. And their blood's gone, dude. And they're yeah, they're yeah. sanguinated. They I mean, needed... uh, let's investigate. They yeah. need a transfusion. First and foremost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're going to devote your life to somebody or you're prepared right? to devote your life to somebody, you better believe what they're saying to you when they say it. Yeah. Well, especially or in that's that state. when you realize, I almost married a crazy person. <laughs> Very true. Very true. I guess it depends. Well, they're sober and panicked, so they saw something. Well, whether it was, uh, you know, erotic play or a real life vampire. Right? I'd I'd stick behind them a hundred percent. I would also stick behind them and also be like, oh, let's go check this out. <laughs> We're not calling 911. We're going over there. Right. There's that too. Because I'm terrible. <laughs> right. I'm going to go knock on a vampire's door. I'm going to go get bit myself or we're going to find out what's what. Or if he's a vampire in his own house, does he have to invite you in in Ooh, order to get bit? Good question. Oh, right? Folklore. See, this is why I have you here. Good questions. So you have to, you have to be invited in. <laughs> right. Right. All right, so we're all in on uh, believing our significant oh, yeah. I think you got to. Yeah, you do, or else you shouldn't be together. Yeah, yeah. back back your mate's play. Yep. Yeah, high five. Yep, there, <laughs> there, there. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. <clears throat> this one's a, a kind of a simple, easy one, but interesting. Forever 75. Hmm. Hmm. You celebrate your 71st, 75th birthday in good health. As far as you can tell, you are a spry, relatively normal 75-year-old, and this condition does not seem to change over time. When you celebrate your 80th birthday, you look and feel exactly like you did on your 75th. When you hit 90, you still look and feel 75. On your 100th birthday, you realize 
Most of your friends are now dead or dying, but physically you are ex- the same person, independent person, that you were 25 years ago. That sounds depressing right there, but go on. <laughs> you hit age one. T- <laughs> you hit age 110, so you don't want to be a vampire is what you're saying. You hit age 110 with the same result. Each Every year, you celebrate a new birthday without physically evolving beyond age 75, and doctors have no explanation for this explicable, explicit, ex, I can't we'll say We'll skip it. it. Status. How old would you have to be before you start seriously believing that you were immortal? First of all, I don't want to be a sparkly vampire ever <laughs> if I'm going to be no. a vampire. I will have you know that I was trash washing that today. <laughs> it was on TV and I'm not going to lie, I turned it on. Oh, Howley. I know. Yeah. I know. Okay. I still so like you. Okay. Living forever <laughs> is... You. Living forever is the question. How, the question is, how long would it take before you start seriously believing that you're immortal? I don't think I'm ever going to reach a hundred. So if I if you if I reach that milestone and I'm still feeling pretty good, that's it. <laughs> so you already at this point believe you're immortal, because yeah. this has you hitting 110 and beyond. Yeah, I'll start jumping on buildings like uh, Groundhog Day, <laughs> seeing if I can end it. Wow, that's really brutal. Okay, okay, no, 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 I get it, I get it. If everybody I know and have loved in, in my past is gone and dead... Well, presumably you would have, you know... No, because if you didn't make new friends... Well, that's right, I'm friends. thinking... It's possible I could make new friends, but... Other relatives, like... Maybe niece find and love again. Oh, you mean generational. Yeah, friends. generational. Oh, okay. I mean, somebody's gonna be alive. Yeah, once a, once you're a great 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 grandfather and you're still alive, yeah, you should probably start thinking you're immortal. <laughs> really? What do you think? I'd go for it, dude. I wouldn't give a shit. I don't know that many people anyway. But do you think that you would? When do you? When would you start believing that you were immortal? Eighty. Wow. No shit, dude. Eighty. Medically, okay. okay. You come from a medical background, right? I've seen a lot of old damn people in my life. Yeah. Okay. Now, I've seen, like, old school old, where it's, like, they fucking in house dresses and shit and just, like, curlers, all this shit, right? That's old, old school. Right. I've seen 75-year-olds who look 50. I agree. Because they... And I've seen 50-year-olds who look 90. Yeah, I haven't exactly treated my body like a temple. Right. But, if I'm 75 and I know how I've done my body, and I'm at 75 and I get to 80 and nothing's changed, I know I'm good. I'm golden. I'll write it out, dude. I'll write it out to freaking a millennium year old. I don't care. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm in. Buy some stock. So you want to be, you'd be down for being immortal. Hell yes. Okay. And you're not, you don't want to be immortal. Assuming you do not have anybody else to be immortal. I need to hear some arguments to the pro on that one because it just seems like it's just sad and depressing. Just watching everybody you know just die off. Even. You're probably outliving nieces, nephews. Yeah, you're probably outliving those. Mm-hmm. It seems sad to me. All right. All right. Uh, I feel like I'd have to be like 140. All right. Uh, because I've seen like some 105-year-olds that were pretty spry. Right. And... I feel like for me to really truly believe I'm beating some kind of scientific miracle, I would have to be well beyond the oldest person ever to live. 
Okay. okay, spry 105 year olds. Are you talking about like they're walking around jogging and stuff? No, no, of course not. Okay. Not, you know. <laughs> but still able to have a conversation and like mentally with it. Right, okay. So, you know, even if you're telling me like I'm physically able to move around and be okay. Your mind still, is completely alert. I'm still going to have to be well past 110 to believe that I'm immortal. Would I want to be immortal? That's. I guess that's... I'm sorry to interrupt. Yes. I have another question. Go ahead. Immortal, meaning You'll never your die. body is 75 and it Forever. stays the same shit. Like, yeah. Right. You're not just You don't like, change at all. Well, that's enough. We're going to get into the... I'll add that on to the end of this question because I kind of think I know You don't break a hip every time you take a step. No, no, no. You're no. still physically in right. physical good condition. Right. Okay. And you live forever. Yeah, I don't know. I still don't know. <laughs> okay. I think I could live forever. I think I would be down for it, and here's why. <clears throat> and it's funny because they mentioned this in Twilight. Sorry. <laughs> I know. It's trash, but too bad. It's just like Fifty Shades. I'll watch it because it's terrible. Um, in the movie, they, she, she, he's talking about, and she's talking about, you know, it's sad because I'm going to see the people I love die. And he says in a couple of years, a couple of decades, everyone you know is going to be dead and it won't matter anymore. Now, in this movie, of course, they have each other. They have a whole family, so right. it's a little different. But I thought about, you know, I have a fairly small family. And when I think about 50, 50 years from now, and the majority of the people that I know would be deceased, I would really just enjoy watching... Things change. Technology, culture, the environment, everything. Water world. I am fascinated. I don't want to die on water world or have the earth burn or have a nuclear holocaust. I mean, I don't want to see the end of the world, which I guess... Well, you would if you're immortal. I guess inevitably I would. But aside from that... If you're immortal and a meteor hits the planet, I think probably you don't make it through that. I don't get to be Star-Lord and take off? (laughs) I don't know, but I mean, can you? Why not? Let's let's just take us take out the end of the world. Okay. Okay. Aside from the end of the world, Armageddon. I would like to see because I'm fascinated with talking with our centenarians about all the change they've seen in the last hundred years. Uh, it I love fascinates Star- me. Right. Star Trek is one of my favorite series. Yeah. So I think I would be down for living because I think I would get over that grief eventually, right. and it would be fascinating to me to watch the changes. Okay, cool. I have to agree with you there, then. You're tipping the scale for me. Okay, okay. All right. The next one is called Front Page News. Ugh. I don't even remember what this one's about. Hold on. (laughs) Oh, I remember. Uh, Defying all expectations, a group of Scottish marine biologists capture a live Loch Ness monster. In almost unbelievable coincidence, a bear hunter in the Pacific Northwest shoots a Sasquatch in the thigh thereby allowing zoologists to take the furry monster into captivity. These events happen on the same afternoon. That evening, the president announces he may have thyroid cancer and will undergo a biopsy later that week. Our current president? No, because that just adds a whole other dimension. Let's just say a regular president. Okay, alright. You are the front page editor of the New York Times. What story is your biggest story? Which one do you run? Loch Ness Monster, alive. 
Bigfoot captured <clears throat> or the president? I feel like the president's out of the running immediately. No. I'm sorry, yeah, that's kind that's of... That's ridiculous. Right? But at the same time... I mean, regardless of what happens to the president, I feel like it's out of the question. Well, yeah. I understand that's the question, but I think I would run the story incredible coincidence of three things. Ah, okay. I like <laughs> your right. take on yeah, this. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, they're saying which one do you choose, so you can't I, run I like your thoughts, way. but yes, go ahead. You have to yeah. pick one. Planets have aligned. Loch Ness Monster, <laughs> Bigfoot, yeah. and the president has... Yeah. Yeah. Well, All like the I said, day. the president might have cancer. I feel like that one's just completely off the table, because who cares? Okay. Yeah. Is that just me? No, no, no. Yeah, no. He's human. I don't give a shit about him. Yeah. I think those cards were written. These were written many years ago. A while ago. Yeah. Let me look. Okay. I think. Are you thinking? I think that the... 2010, so... Okay. Okay. I'm thinking that... Obama wasn't even president. Sasquatch is closer to the human missing link situation and maybe a more important story... Than a giant snaky eel fish creature in Scotland. Okay, okay, eh? I get your rationale. I I like it. Still important. That would mm. be story number two. <laughs> okay. Okay. But yeah, headlines are Sasquatch in a cage, healing from a leg wound. Yeah. Checking DNA. You know. Okay. I mean, I feel bad that Sasquatch got right. shot in the first place and is in a cage. But find yeah. out if your ancestry.com links you to Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Well, I wouldn't. I think the Scottish, because the, they're very uh, superstitious, they're not going to hurt Loch Ness monster. Mm-hmm. So they would catch him, say hello, say a few things, try and get some wisdom, and let him go. Americans, on the other hand, are sons of bitches. I'm sorry. When it comes to anything, they're like, fucking kill it. Right. So, they shoot Sasquatch. Yeah, in the thigh. I would print it so they wouldn't put him in a cage. Because you know what PETA would do, dude? They would go nuts. And then they'd get every other person to go to. But a lot of people wouldn't want Sasquatch in a cage. So, if they put him in a hospital bed, sedate him a bit. So he's not freaked out. Maybe they're even trying to figure out a thing to communicate with him. Yep, let him heal. Okay. But they don't go and pet him. Don't pet him. (laughs) Don't touch my hair. No. Just get him. They heal him. He's like in a rehabilitation center. Okay. Okay, Not a hospital. Okay. He's in a rehab center. Okay. Specially built for him. (laughs) Okay. They get him healed up. I don't have time for that, but okay. They get him healed up, and then they release him back, and, and that's that. I would print the story that way so that everybody knew because there's more of us than there are of other people, and he would go free. Okay. So okay. catch and release. Yes. So Bigfoot is still your number one story. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I don't know if your news article gets to d- determine what happens to Bigfoot, but... Okay. Oh, it will. Let me just throw out... I think I have to agree with you. The Scottish people are kind of like that. They probably would just kind of like... Yeah, they're All cool, right, dude. we told you. Yeah. yeah, they're cool. Yeah, I mean... They're cool. You can go nowhere. Loch Ness can't go anywhere, so... Right, right. You kind of already have it in a cage. Right. It's like well, a giant sea world. But that's his choice. That's Loch Ness' right. choice. Right. He yeah. might be able to change. Right. We don't know. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm in agreement. I would also run the Bigfoot story first. 
Um, and I like your ideas. I like it. I'm going to throw a, a curveball in here. What if also on the same day, uh, the movie Splash with the mermaid happened and there was a freaking mermaid. Tom All Hanks? of a sudden. With Tom Hanks? I mean, it could be Tom Hanks or not. Is Tom but, Hanks dead? No. Okay. No. How dare you? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so some lady gets tight. water thrown on her and bam, it's revealed that she's a mermaid. So mermaids are real. I already think they're real, so I wouldn't give a shit, and I still run Bigfoot. Okay. Whew. Yeah. Are there no mermen? There are mermen. <laughs> there are mermen, but mermaids are more beautiful. You have to remember, boobs are more beautiful than penis, so you always go with the female. Yeah. Aquaman is a waste of time. I did watch Aquaman, most of it today, and it's pretty terrible. Oh, no. I just wanted to prove to myself that it was terrible. And but it he's is. not really a merman, but he's just Aquaman. But he's kind of yeah. a merman. They did have some kind of... They look more like fish than mermen, but... Well, like sea horsemen? Uh, well, they they had like uh, the swamp creature face. Like they had like a gills. But they had the bottom that would look like a merman. No, they're supposed to look like know. the ones in Ariel and Mermaid. The no, Disney. they don't look like that at all. Well, that's no. stupid because that's how they look. Yeah. <laughs> well, they didn't. Okay. All right. So we're still going for Bigfoot. Yes. Is that what I'm saying? thinking Bigfoot is probably the Bigfoot or yeah, Sasquatch or a Yeti. That's yeah. headlines. Yes. Right okay. That's okay. front page. Very good. Yeah, for real. Mermaid would be like page three. All right. All right. Our next one is called Homeless Boulevard. This one's kind of messed up. Oh, crap. You encounter a boulevard filled with homeless people, human waste, and dried blood. There are at least 50 people lying in the street, men, women, and teenagers. It's in the middle of summer, and none of them have bathed in weeks. A few of them are crackheads. Side note, I don't really like that label, but... That label is kind of... Aside from that. Most are intoxicated. A handful are mentally insane. All are hungry and desperate. Suddenly, you're granted an incredible capability. If you have unprotected intercourse with any one of these individuals, right then and there, immediately on the sidewalk in public, you will end worldwide homelessness forever. Within five years, no one will ever be homeless again, and everyone will know it was because of your selflessness. However, if you elect not to do this, no one will ever know you had this opportunity. You will not be held accountable for choosing nothing. Do you do it? And who do you, how do you have, how do you select which homeless person you will do it with? Shit. Now, I'm happy to go first in this scenario. Okay, please do. I was just going to say, it seems like I've been hogging all the first answers. And, and no, no, maybe it's because we were going clockwise or we yeah, seemed I'm, like we were. I'm happy to go last but i'm just thinking this is a very social work question i feel there's an important question here yes does there need to be climax or finish of some kind it does not specify so i'm gonna go with no let's just say for the sake of argument it has to be 15 minutes 15 minutes okay without climax it's a nice square number all right okay okay i as a social worker cannot not accept this situation there's you know the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the one hello spock all the way 
I cannot not sacrifice myself to end this crisis. Worldwide. Worldwide forever. So there's no question I'm doing it. I'm not going to like it, but I'm going to do it. Nobody probably would like it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. What if they're really good at sex, dude? Like, they might clean be. or not. They might be. So, it does say you have a choice between men, women, and teenagers. Obviously, I'm not going to pick a teenager because I'm in my 40s and that's gross. Even though they're less likely to be having diseases or other things. They couldn't go 15 minutes, love. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, you 15 eat. minutes or their climax. There we go. Fair? Fair. Okay. So, well, that might say, like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so I do feel like, though, in fairness of the question, I don't think they meant it to be girl-on-girl action. Why? I don't think that's what they meant. in the. I don't think that was the intent of the question, because well, you, you could get away with hand play and not be exposed to possible STDs and things like that. There'd be no real risk, is what I'm saying. With hand play... I'm saying you have a lot less risk. So I'm saying they're thinking Oh, okay. They're thinking intercourse. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Intercourse. intercourse. Yeah. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Gentle intercourse. To, to be fair to what I think the intent of the question is. Okay, I got gotcha. you. So I would okay. have to choose a man. Okay. And I would try to choose a younger right. individual. Right. Um, <clears throat> okay. Is eye contact important? No. No. Okay. <laughs> So no, you flip them around and do them from behind, and then you don't got to see them at all. That's my answer. Okay. I, I have to do it. As you will do it. As a social worker, I have to do it. Okay. As a human being, I feel like I have to do it. I don't think they're... Regardless of getting credit for it, I have to do it. Right. You want to go ahead? You go. I don't think there's any question that, yes, you're, ob- you're obligated as a human being to help your fellow human beings. You gotta do it. Take it. Take one for the planet. It's not even a team. Take yeah. one for the planet. Sacrifice what might be, you know, close to the worst 15 minutes of your life, or it could be, you know, a mediocre 15 minutes of your life. But yeah, to end global homelessness, homelessness. which also probably would end global hunger, maybe. I would end a lot of things, I imagine, because by ending it, you'd have to you know, be providing services, right, all kinds of things. Spread I mean, of all mm-hmm. kinds of disease and general humanitarian. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. It seems like to me you have to. Well, I mean, I wouldn't mind the sex. You can detach yourself from sex as easily from anything else. It wouldn't be like even a matter of being disgusting. I just wouldn't give a shit. I mean, if I screwed him, I screwed him, right? And it's not hours long or days no. or weeks or months. And it's like, you know, you're out in the public. You give him a show. Who cares? You know, it's like, who are they? It's only other homeless right? people. There. Right? They'd, probably, they'd want to join in. <laughs> right? Not even just like, hey, come on, let's like, go. Let's have an orgy. Let's just get us all going together. Get us all happy. Put your hands together. It'll be great. Join in the circle. Right? So, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I, love I, it. I would do it. I would do it just to do it. All It'd right. be good. All right. We all agree. We take one for the team. And you know what? Yeah. I'm not sure I want to be associated with someone who would say no to that. Fair. I I wouldn't either. Honestly, I mean, it's just sex for hell's sakes. Mm -hmm. Put it in, get it out, and you're done. Yeah. Bam. Yeah, they're not telling you how to do some kind of kinky weird stuff. It's just sex. Unprotected Mm -hmm. sex. 
And there's treatments for pretty much everything, so. Well, yeah, you can live with HIV these days, yeah. so it's fine. So there's really no risk. No. <laughs> I mean, inconvenience maybe, but. A little bit, but that's okay. Yeah. All right, I'm glad we're all on the same page. Excellent. Okay, synthesia. This is what this card's called. Oh, crap. You are forced to give up one of your five senses. Smell, sight, taste, touch, or hearing. However, you may choose to compensate for the loss by means of synthesia. For example, if you decide to give up your sense of sight, you can choose to smell colors instead. Or if you give up hearing, you may opt to taste music. If you give up taste, you could replace the sensation of feeling flavors. Basically, whatever sense you reject would be reflected through alternate medium. Which of your senses would you surrender and how would you replace it? Smell, sight, taste, touch, or hearing. Matt. So far, I think this is my favorite. Okay. How so? Because that's, 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 that's a real thinker. Yeah, it's not so dark and, you know, I can't just answer right now. i got to think about this for a second. Okay. Jess, what are you thinking? I got to wait, bro. That's, that's a little heavy. I know we, we can't wait too long, but <laughs> holy crap. Well, I'll go first then. Okay. Because I have a pretty good sense of what I wouldn't give up, so it makes my choice a little easier. Okay. I think I would give up taste. And here's why. I would absolutely refuse to give up sight and hearing. That's out of the question for me. I, I applaud and admire people that are able to live with those kind of impediments. Yep. And I've thought about it a lot in my lifetime about what that would be like. I can't even fathom that. I know that taste is very important. It's a pleasure center. It, it's involved in how you you know, consume food, but hey, going back to the weight question, maybe that would help. <laughs> and I could, I like the idea of uh, if you give up taste, then you could use, you know, do it something else. So you could like, I could use feel, I could use touch for taste. Well, or I smell could is the closest smell. one to that. Yeah, I could smell my Seems taste. to me, like, yeah. So right. I feel like taste would be the least obtrusive. And because I absolutely refuse to give up my sight and hearing, I would rather give up taste than smell or touch. Oh, you know what? And, well... And I like petting my dog, so I can't give up touch. I, I was thinking about your texture issues, but, you know, you, you enjoy the smell of onions, but you don't like the taste of onions so uh, much. It depends on how they're cooked, yeah. I guess, but... Yeah. So, maybe... Then I yeah. like coffee. I oh. love the smell of coffee. I hate the taste of it. I like your answer. No, that's my answer. I uh, I might have to agree with you on that because smells to me, I don't want to lose smells because smell is really... It's ingrained in your memory. It's ingrained in your memory. You smell something. And so is hearing. So is hearing and taste not so much. You can taste new things and, and you know, yeah. I'm not worried about losing taste really, mm -hmm. I don't think. In fact, in a lot of cases, like you said, uh, not having a taste. And that's not to say I wouldn't miss the taste of a great whatever. There's a guy that, uh, <clears throat> not to go too far off the uh, go ahead. path here, but there's a guy that we work with that he only eats to get sustenance. 
Man, I wish I could get that in my brain. He he doesn't <laughs> understand why people snack. He must be in good shape. <laughs> hey, he doesn't he doesn't look like a bodybuilder or anything. He's he's not like he works out. He's just an average younger guy that I've heard this like. He's like food is energy. Doesn't love chocolate or you know he doesn't go you know crazy over cookies or you know anything like that. He just kind of when it's time to eat when he feels like he needs to have energy he mm-hmm. eats some food. Mm-hmm. Like a robot? It seems to me like, yeah, like a robot. Okay. So, if you can think about food as just an energy source, it's, fuel, yes. it's much healthier than eating for emotion, yeah, but which is how I eat. Right, but there's emotional <laughs> eating, but there's also pleasure. Right. I mean, if you come from that standpoint, I mean, well, I mean, teach their own, bro. Yeah, I don't understand, and I can't put my put, can't put my brain in in his space to understand Mm-mm. that whole situation because I love the way things taste. I do too. But I love if, the way things all smell. The things I would give up mm-hmm. yeah. taste. I love music. I love people's voices. Oh, I yeah, love I being able to music. see beautiful things are incredible. I love art. I can't give up sight. I can't give up hearing. I can't give up smell, and touch is very important. So, yeah, I think the logical choice is taste. When you can still smell things, it seems like taste is the one to Which give up. Which is weird, because in real life, if you lose one, generally they go together. Smell and taste generally go together. Mm-hmm. Hey, and you know what? There's nothing worse than tasting something horrible. <laughs> no, if there's you, not. If you, if you can't, I mean, you can smell something horrible and step away. Sure. Because you can smell it from a distance, mm-hmm. but sometimes you, once something's in you don't your mouth, get. Bro. Once something's in your mouth, it's already there. Yeah, and that's when you abandon all hope. You gotta spit it out. <laughs> yeah. and rinse. But then it's still there. Yeah, it can still be there even <laughs> right, after exactly. Listerine. So I think yeah. you had the perfect answer, and I have to agree with you. Yeah, yes. I'd give up taste. Screw it. <laughs> so, I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't because like <laughs> I want to touch my husband. I want to touch my animals. I want to touch my kids. Yeah. And everything else I want to see and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'd give up taste. All right. We're all in agreement. Yeah. Yeah. Good answer. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the, the next question is the countdown. Okay? Okay. You're presented with a strange challenge. Someone dares you to count backward from 300 to zero. If you succeed at this simple request, you will be given $25,000 in cash. However... If you misspeak, get any digit incorrect, or make any mistake whatsoever, you will immediately be doused with gasoline and burned alive. Do you accept this challenge? I got no problem with that. I can do it. What kind of environment are we in? It doesn't specify. I would assume that you don't get paper to write down. Oh, no, no, no. You just have to do it. Okay. Assume it's a you, normal environment like this room. I don't know. Can you go like 278? Two, do you have to say 278? Either way. To make it more difficult. Either way. It, it seems to me like out. I could handle it. If there's not someone going, three, four, seven, <laughs> right. nine, two, one. Yeah. Like right in my ear. That, that is not on the card, so we're going to okay. assume that's not happening. I do it. Yeah. I can count down from 300. I can count down, but I don't want to be burned alive. I mean, that is horrific. Yeah, but if you're in this, like, if you're sitting here, right? One mistake. And the, But if they're stop sitting there. But if they're just sitting there like, honey, gasoline, stop. Girl, don't mean shit. 
Yeah. Right. If they're sitting there, I'd be like, yeah, I'd do it. I think if there was a total quiet environment and I could use my hands for each 10 series, because I would be so freaked out at the prospect of getting burned alive, it might mess with my head. You no, know what I'm saying? I, see, think, and I think like, I would put that right out of my fucking mind. And just... See, and those, I'd be thinking about the money. Mm. I wouldn't be thinking about burning alive. I'd be like, shit, man, I'm going to be 25 grand richer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as long as there's not a distraction. Right? Yeah. Or they can't mess with your sabotage. Yeah, it does if not specify that, so. Yeah, so I would do it. Okay. I think I could, yeah, that would be yeah. a home run. I would really have to think about it. I am terrified of burning alive. But you would you would sweat and think about the burning alive rather than just counting down. I would have to figure out a way to get that out of my mind because that would be the distractor. My yeah. own mind would You're, be the distractor. Oh, that's a good, I didn't even think about it. You know what? Some I mean, those... one fucking thing. You have to be perfectly meditative at peace with yourself. Down the line. And not think about messing up. Because the second you start thinking about messing up, oh, then you mess up. Oh, yeah. And I'm not trying to get burned alive. All right, I got you. So, that is my... You know what's one way to think about it is those uh, monks that self-immolated themselves back Ooh, in the day. I don't know how they did they that. They were in complete peace with what they were doing. They were, and they didn't scream out and... Props to them, but Incredible. I don't think I'm there. <laughs> I am not at one with the universe at this moment. I don't think I could do it. No. I would have to seriously contemplate. Uh, I feel like I could do it if I had like a full day to prep. <laughs> then you get all the way down like, to five and go four, two, three. Ah! Seriously. <laughs> seriously. Then light your ass on fire. You're dead. That's a long time to count. Uh, you ever try to count 300. So. I'm going to try it tomorrow. Okay, let me know how it goes. All right. I will. <laughs> Two more questions for you. Earth versus the moon. Okay? Okay. This is kind of a, a short one. You have won a prize. The prize has two options. You can choose to either, but not both, choose a year in Europe with a monthly stipend of $2,000 or 10 minutes on the moon. What do you choose? I'm going to Europe, baby. Does Europe include Ireland and Scotland? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. The moon is desolate. I've seen pictures. Or 10 <laughs> minutes on the moon, ten that's it? 10 minutes on the moon. I'd go to Europe. Okay. Yeah. What would it take on the moon to give you give up a year in Europe? A year on the moon. Okay. It needs to be a... I mean, if you're a year on the moon, you're by yourself with no resources, so... No, but they'd have to have a space station. Like, I'd have to have, like, you know, shelter so I could breathe. you get bored a a year on the moon. No. No, bro. No, bro, because here's the thing. I go up to the moon, right? Mm -hmm. I'm up there. I got food, right? Astronaut food and stuff. I got my little bubble. Okay. Okay? I'm good. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna run out of nothing. Okay. Would you be alone or would you be with somebody? No, because aliens would come, bro. <laughs> That's right. I'm for real. You think about it. People that did not specify. You're on your own by yourself on the moon. Well, you you would have a chance to go indoors somewhere. You're not just in a space suit sure, walking it, around. The it'd moon. be like uh what's that Matt Damon movie? When he goes to Mars and gets left there. Oh, uh, yeah. Mars or whatever. So, but wait a minute, that don't make no sense because if you're on the moon alone, then how would you be in Europe alone when you're surrounded by people? You get to be surrounded by people when you're in Europe. If you're on the moon, you're it's on just your a trip own. to Europe. It doesn't it's not specifically alone. say on the moon, but I'm stipulating you're on your you're on your own, or you're maybe with one or one or two other astronauts. 
Oh, oh I wouldn't do it then. You I'd don't go get to Europe. astronauts. I'd go I to mean, Europe. The only reason I ever want to go to the Sorry. moon is so I could moon Earth from the moon. <laughs> I'd be the first one to moon on the moon. You can't moon on the moon. You die. If I'm yeah, inside, you would die. If I'm no, inside. Oh, if you're inside. Yeah, if you're inside the bubble, that's true. Okay. They've got to have windows in the in the right. inside. I'd, I'd go to Europe. Okay. I'd do Europe. Matt, Europe? Sticking with Europe? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I've lived in Europe, and I, uh, for multiple reasons, practical and otherwise, I would go to Europe. I have zero desire to leave this planet. You know how efficient the train system is there? I've heard it, stories. It's very efficient. I love Europe. I wish I would have traveled more in Europe. It's like having a transfer for the bus here. Yeah. You just get on the train and... Yeah. It's amazing. I love Europe. I wish I would have traveled more in Europe. I absolutely would love to have a year in Europe. I don't know that $2,000 a month is enough, but I'm sure I could figure out something hey, I can make that's more. that's better than backpacking. Yes. Yeah. I'm not trying to stay in a hostel and be in one of those movies. No, but no. I don't want to yeah. scrub some toilet. I'm definitely going to Europe. I don't have any zero desire to go to the moon. It's, I'm sure it's incredible. No thanks. Well, if I've I can't have aliens, then I ain't going to the moon. <laughs> if you could have aliens, you'd go to the moon. Hell yes, well, I would. Well, the aliens if, live on if, the dark side of the yeah, moon. Yeah, if I could have aliens, I'd go to the moon. All right, well, there we go. I'm there with you. All right, 10-4. But it's not on there. So. Okay. What if they're just All a right. bunch of dicks, though? You I know what? I want to meet them. I would. I'd be like, dude, come meet some of the people on Earth. They're bigger movie. dicks than you are. <laughs> We've been here for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, if there's aliens, I'm definitely going to the moon. Yeah, for real. I'm not sure I'd survive the trip, but... Well, if we I'd drugged... I already have to have a problem flying to Europe. If we drugged ourselves, like yeah. sedated, yeah. through IV, That's we'd be fine. BA style? Give, Hell me, yeah. give me some milk and knock me out? Hell yes. All right. All right. Last question. Okay. The Dream VCR. Are you ready? Yes. Wait, did you just say VCR? Yeah. Well, That's awesome. Let's just pretend it's a DVD player. No, it's a VCR, bro. Come on. Get right. into it. Hey, you were alive for VCRs. You're a Gen Xer. Come on. Come on. Like the pop-up She's kind. a millennial for Christ's sake. And she's still I was VCR. born in 81. How am I a millennial? Is that a millennial? <laughs> yes, because Gen Xers stopped being born in the 70s. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't even know that. All right. It's All not right. fair, though. It's okay. Okay. At you're not a millennial in my eyes. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Okay. At long last, someone invents the Dream VCR. This machine allows you to tape the entire evening's worth of your own dreams. Is that right? Okay. Which you can then watch at your leisure. <clears throat> However, the inventor of the Dream VCR will only allow you to use this device if you agree to a strange caveat. When you watch your dreams, you must do so with your family and your closest friends in the room. They get to watch your dreams along with you. And if you don't agree to this, you can't use the Dream VCR. Would you still do it? I read this differently, honestly. When I first read this, I read it more like you've seen Black Mirror. Right. But they're seeing all your dreams, like sex dreams, every dream. Well, right, but it's just a dream. The way I read it was actually recording your life. So we'll do this in two parts. Oh, okay. So Recording your dreams. Your dreams. You, either way, you still have to watch it with your family. Would you want the ability to rewatch your dreams in real life, but have to watch them with your family? And or would you want the ability to rewatch like they do in Black Mirror, where they have like a optic recording device in their brain, where you can rewatch and oh, rewind yeah, your entire yeah. life, like that, but you have to watch it with your family? There was a, a movie called, uh, mm, I 
can't think of it now. But yeah, there was a movie in the late 80s, early 90s, hmm. maybe late 80s, that was like that. Okay. I can't think of it. I don't know. Either. I saw it on Black Mirror, so. Anyway, go ahead. What are your thoughts? Would you watch? Would you want to watch your dreams with your family? No. I wouldn't do dreams or my life. Okay. <clears throat> Period. My dreams are for me. Okay. My life is for me. Okay. Anything I want to remember, I'll remember. Anything else can fuck off. <laughs> yeah, okay. you want them to know that. You tell them about it. Exactly. They ain't okay. going to see that shit. No. Okay. Matt? Well, here's my weird... I rarely, rarely have a dream that I remember. Okay. Ooh, that's a good point. And so, and, and it's usually a pretty significant dream when I can remember it. Okay. It's like something like, holy shit. Yeah. You know, but uh, normally it's, I don't remember my dreams. So part of me really wants to. Mm-hmm. But then part of me is like, ooh, what if it's, you know, oof. <laughs> and yeah. you have to have family and I friends agree. watch I it. I think privacy is an incredibly valuable thing for okay. a person to have. And uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember my dreams. Well, why would I need to have a VCR show me something I can't even remember? If you can remember your dreams, why would you need to sit and watch them with your family? Fair. Fair. So, but oftentimes they are fleeting, so you remember them when you wake up, and then by the time right. noon comes around, a lot of people told remember. me I need to start yeah. having a dream journal. Like, write down, right when you wake up. I still don't remember them. Mm-hmm. Right when I wake up. So. Some people don't. Some people do. I usually remember my dreams pretty vividly. Um, right when I wake up, and then by the time the afternoon comes, I don't remember them unless I've kind of committed them to memory on purpose, like right. being purposeful about memorizing them. Yeah. I still have dreams when I was four that I remember. Oh, so do I. But, I mean, I died in a dream. Does anybody else die in a dream? Yes. So that you... whole myth about dying in a dream is bullshit because I have faded well, to black in I've a dream. fallen off something and bounced. You know, I got bed. shot. Right. But with your dreams, you know when, like, you're falling asleep and then your whole body jerks, right? Like, yeah. you're falling off, right? Well, and that's you, a hypnagogic okay. jerk. That's normal. No, I know, but you don't think that. And back in the day, they didn't. So shh. Okay. But they said with that, that's why they said that kept you alive, right? That was back in the day. Sure, sure. Okay. That your heart starts again, or maybe? What, well, I don't know, whatever. But they were just like, if that happens, you're fine. But they've always said that if you see yourself die in a dream. Which is bullshit, because I have died in a dream. So have I. So there we go. How did you die? I've died many different ways. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. But I don't think they're dreams. I think they're something else. So. Okay. Okay. That's for another podcast. Yes, ma'am. Episode. Yeah, I uh, don't know that I've ever actually died in a dream, but uh, I think that would be something traumatic enough to remember as, well, as far as the dreams that I can remember. I had a terrifying one when I was, uh, I think I was about 13. Mm-hmm. I was... 13. I think it was in junior high still. Yeah, junior high. And uh, it was, I think, maybe I was 12 or 13. I'm not sure what age it was, but that, that, that movie, The Day After. Okay. That was aff- terrifying. It affected me. Yeah. And uh, that night. Do you remember night, that? Because you would have been pretty young when that came dude, out. Dude, I was, was born in 81, man. Was, I don't know what that, that is. That was our generation. So that was something that came out. And it was a network television movie. Yeah, it was a TV movie to get people prepared for if we had a nuclear war. Oh. It was 
fucking terrifying, honestly. And, uh, and they showed, like, shadows of bodies flash frozen on the walls. I mean, oh, it was awful. It okay. Was, oh, so traumatic. Yeah, and it was like a full, like, nuclear winter. They show the whole process. You can YouTube it, but it's awful. And it was, you know, production value was crap. Right, right, right. It was in the 80s. But it really totally affected me. And that night, I had a terrible nightmare that uh, I was at school the next day when missiles were launched and were going to drop, you know, nuclear missiles were going to hit. And I wasn't anywhere near my brother, my mom. And uh, I was like... That's terrifying. I was losing it. And I woke up the next morning, and I had a paper route, and I did my paper route in, like, record time. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the sky, I went to school, and the entire day, I was plotting yeah. what route I would take, how, how I would get to up. to where my mom worked, and, they, you know, meet my brother at school. They wanted to watch this movie. Because my brother was, was in high school at the time, and so, yeah, yeah I was going to meet him, and, yeah, it was just, I was terrified. Yeah. That's yeah. horrible, dude. And yeah. that's one of the dreams that's always been very... Vivid that I memorize. Yeah. I dreamed I was in a Nike store with my mom. This was long before Columbine, before mass shootings were a thing. Right. I dreamt that I was in a store in the mall, in a Nike store with my mom. Mm -hmm. There was someone that came in shooting. They shot her in the leg. I went to attend to her. I got shot in the back and faded to black. I died in my dream. Huh. And then I woke up. I've also woke up screaming. I woke up screaming when I was like six. Right. Uh, there was a swamp, and I was trying to walk through this swamp. It's probably because of the Never Ending Story, so fuck you guys. <laughs> Our dad. I love Never Ending Story! <laughs> I was walking through a swamp, and I was walking on these rocks because the swamp was poisonous or whatever. Right. Or acidic. Yeah. And I was hopping across these rocks and I stepped on a rock and it was a turtle and it started to sink. Yeah. And I grabbed the branch above me and it snapped. Oh, And no. as I fell, I woke up screaming. I, mean, I literally sat up in bed screaming. That's the only time I woke up screaming. I woke up crying once. That's so traumatic. Dude, I woke up crying a couple of times, man. Yeah. That is normal. Don't worry. It's okay. <laughs> I've never woke up crying. She was a normal. What happened? I think it was my grandmother passing away or something. Oh, okay. yeah. 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 Traumatic, man. Dreams dreams can feel very real. I, I, in the what? Army, I had a dream that a very good friend of mine who, if anybody is listening, knows Aaron Shell, please get a hold of me. S-C-H-E-L-L. I have been looking for him for years. We were dear friends. And I lost touch with him. But anyway... <coughs> I had a dream that he cheated on his wife. He didn't. Absolutely did not. She ended up cheating on him. But I had a dream that he cheated on her. And the next day, we went to work out for our PT routine in, in the Army. Uh-huh. And I was so pissed at him. <laughs> and I said, I know it's a dream. I know you didn't do it, but I'm still pissed at you. He's like, I didn't do it. I'm like, I know, but I'm pissed. That's one thing that I would it was real. quite understand. <laughs> Well, see, that's what I'm saying, though. But the thing is, dude, you have dreams that are that real. Some of them might be memories. Yeah. Some of them might be of shit to come. Sometimes. sometimes. You never know. Yeah. They're a mystery still, right? I mean, they say they can interpret them, but... Oh, please. You interpret your own shit. Yeah. It's all about 
what's been going on in your life. And yeah. Where all, you're going, what you're doing. Yeah. Past lives. Whatever. No shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody have any final thoughts on our hypothetical conversation? This was awesome. Loved it. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. I, I There's another podcast I listen to called We Drink and We Know Things. And they have some episodes called After Shows. And they, after, they ask each other random questions. And I very much like their random questions. They have some really great ones. But instead of stealing their questions, I figured we'd use this. Yeah, it was good. These cards. So. This was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as well. It's a little bit out of the norm for what our normal podcast episodes are about. I'm working on some great things. The grief episode, which I've been dreading since we started this ep- this whole podcast, is something I'm still working on, and I'm going to get out. It's going to be several, several episodes once I get it done, because I really want to make sure that it's right, and that it's accurate, and that it's as comprehensive as it possibly can be. I'm also working on an episode about veterinary medicine, and how they have a much higher rate of suicide. So, that's coming out. Speaking yeah. of suicide, someone tried to jump out in front of my car while I was driving. <laughs> Would you like to day. tell that story? Uh, it's terrifying. And it I'm sure other people have experienced this. freaked me out. And, uh, yeah. I was going about 40 miles an hour, looking at a person on the side of the road, and as I got closer and closer and closer, they jumped out into the street and ran toward my car. And I slammed on the brakes and didn't hit them, and they were very upset, screaming... And verbally yelling at us and, you know, flipping us the bird. And I didn't know what to make of it. It messed up my entire day. (laughs) (laughs) And that could have been a million different things. That could have been a suicide Maybe not suicide, yeah. Maybe, maybe not. It could have been, uh, I need money. It could have been, I need medication. I'm I'm drug seeking and I need to go to the hospital. Uh, sounds like there could have been a mental health component to that. So, I mean, people don't run in front of a car for no reason. It shook me up, and I don't know if people think about that when they're going to commit suicide, how they might possibly ruin somebody else's day if it's to be a suicide. I don't know. Well, if I may, uh, die by suicide. Just, die by suicide. Sorry. Just, yeah. I know that's <laughs> a very... Distinguish. Apologize. It's... No, no, no. Don't apologize. No, no, no. It's no. a very difficult transition to make from commit because we've all said it for years and years. That's all of you. Yeah. Die by suicide is much yeah. less judgmental because commit it uh, implies sin. So we've generally been saying die by suicide. But Thank yeah, you. absolutely. Yeah. It Someone that's in that place is not thinking about what other people are going through. No. They're thinking about their own distress yes or not thinking at all or not thinking at all absolutely so um i should have thought about it and had the suicide hotline ready but certainly if anyone out there is having any kind of distress or challenges please call your local crisis line call the national suicide hotline there's always someone ready to listen to you so um, that was kind of dark ending on that. But, Sorry. No, it's uh, good. It's but good. No, it's important. To, it's real. Yeah, it is real. And it's important to recognize people's individual experience. It's not just the person that's having a struggle, but it may be the bystander that ends up being the one that hits them. Exactly. And that causes even more trauma. So we're trying to prevent that. The whole point of this podcast is to have open conversations. Yes. That's why we did these hypotheticals about crazy scenarios and the rationales about why we would talk about them why i would eat a person uh oh here we go the national suicide hotline is 
8255. You'd think I'd have that memorized by now since I used to work at one, but I don't have it memorized because <laughs> I'm a terrible person. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. If, uh, if you would be so kind, we would love if you would rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast so other people can find it. If you want to find us on social media, we are on Someday Dead PC at, on Twitter. Uh, we'll all be dead podcasts on Facebook. And if you want to email us, if you have any comments about any of the questions we had or you have suggestions about f- future episodes, we'd love to hear about them at someDayDeadPC at gmail.com. I hope you all do well in your lives and you don't have any of these moral conundrums come up because we want to all be happy and live our lives and not be immortal and have to deal with these kind of questions. Yeah, let's love one another. Because someday... We'll all be dead.